Hello and welcome to The Blue Diamond. This is Lady Dre with something to say. And as promised, today I'm going to talk about how I came up with the title The Blue Diamond. If you listened to my inaugural episode, you know that I talked about wanting to share my story and how people have been telling me for literally 20 years that I need to write a book. And so I started writing a book. And one of the things I did was brainstormed book titles. I wrote a list of more than 20 titles, and I liked the majority of them. I liked them so much that I decided when I write this book, I'm going to use a lot of these titles as chapter titles. One of the titles on the list was The Blue Diamond. I was thinking about... um, value and how we, when it comes to people personally, you know, specifically how we value people. And we tend to value people by what they can do for us or how much they are monetarily worth. So what is really valuable? Hmm, A blue diamond at almost $4 million per carat. It is one of the most valuable and expensive gems in the world. And so blue diamond was more valuable, right? Well, I consider myself to be a blue diamond for two reasons. One, someone told me that I was a diamond in the rough. Two, I know that in God's eyes, I am valuable to him. It is not because of anything financial. It is not because of some material thing that I possess or can can contribute to someone. It is because of who he is and his unconditional love and the eyes in which he looks at me. He sees me as something so valuable that I am more valuable than a blue diamond. But to the average man, woman, when you think of something valuable, it's going to come in monetary terms. It's going to come in something materialistic. And so I chose the title, The Blue Diamond. Okay, so that's that. Now you understand where that title came from. It was originally going to be my book title, But then I decided to do podcasting and it became my podcast title. So that is that. And now I am going to talk about (laughs) um, a hot topic, we'll call it. This is not necessarily um, a life. Well, actually, no, it is. This is a life experience that I've had. It has to do with being an African-American woman, a black woman in America. Now, sisters, you know that society has labeled us as angry. We're angry and we're aggressive. And I, and I know that. I know that that is the label that we have and it's our cross to bear. And so we have to 
be very careful when we're in the workplace. We have to code switch. We can't be ourselves because it is seen as something that is loud, aggressive, and unprofessional. And the word I hate the most is intimidating. To top it off, when someone says those things about you and you try to explain, well, no, I'm not really like that, or no, that's how you're interpreting my actions, then you're defensive. So I know I have to deal with that. But when I am around my brothers and sisters, I want to be myself. I want to be relaxed. I want to be comfortable. I don't want to walk on eggshells. I don't want to have to worry about judgment. Well, apparently I do. I was having a conversation with a black male recently who explained to me that all black women are um, are angry and aggressive and white women are just pleasant. <laughs> it's funny because a lot of us sisters, when we see a black man with a white woman, we tend to say to each other, oh, you know, he, he must be weak. He can't handle the strength of a black woman. He doesn't interpret it as strength. He interprets it as anger and aggravation and irritation and nagging. And the way in which a white woman caters to him is more pleasant for him to be around. You know, I felt some kind of way about it because I know that all black women are not like that. And I do know that some of this is interpretation. We are strong and sometimes our strength is misconstrued as aggression. Um, We carry a lot and... Sometimes we just want to be catered to. I know that black men will say a white woman will cater to him and a black woman won't. But a lot of times a black woman is catering to so many people that she just wants to be catered to herself. So, you know, it's, it's disheartening. It's also disheartening because... I'm defending my my brothers. I'm de- I'm going to defend my brothers. I I want to be with a black man. I love black men, and and I'm not saying that a black man is without flaws, but I'm not a, not going to walk around saying that all black men uh, are dogs. That all um, black men don't know how to be um, fathers. That they have to always end up uh, populating the city. They got four and five and six and seven kids and and only a couple of them have the same mother. Though There are cases like that. It's like there are cases of black women who are very angry. I've encountered them myself. But it's sad when we are the ones accusing each other of these negative stereotypes. And it hurts my feelings. I have to deal 
with these stereotypes when I go out into the world, when I'm dealing with society, when I'm at work, when I'm at the grocery store. But when I'm sitting around the table with my brothers, I don't want to have to worry about you know, being labeled so negatively. I don't want to have to worry about if you hear me on the phone and I'm loud, you equate it to anger. That happens to me in the workplace. I'm loud. I'm not loud because I'm angry. I'm not loud because I'm mean or in a bad mood. I'm just loud. My voice carries. I don't mean anything negative about it. I don't mean to offend. It's just who I am. I noticed that when I was at work, People would walk by my office door and kind of like glance at me because I'd be on a phone call and I would be talking loudly. It's just who I am. And it's not even so much of them complaining about the volume. Is that they're saying, oh, who is she arguing with now? I'm not arguing with anyone. I'm actually having a rather pleasant conversation. What do you think the laughing is about? It's joy. It's glee. But all of that goes out the window because you hear a loud voice. You know? So when I had this discussion with this with this gentleman recently, it um, jogged my memory. And I started thinking about this discussion that I had with two um, other black gentlemen about a year ago. And we were talking about how they perceive black women. And they asked me if I wanted their honest opinion. And I said, yes, I I do want your honest opinion. And one of the guys said, okay. You know, and then they explained to me how they feel about how, you know, they love their their sisters. They only date sisters. But sisters are are aggressive and, and angry and can be overbearing. And I, you know, I, I took it all in, you know, and when they were done giving their opinion, they were actually surprised that I didn't get angry. I was more so disappointed. But one of the things they told me was they have a hard time being honest with black women because even though we say we can handle the truth, when the truth is dropped on us, we tend not to handle it well, especially if it's a negative truth. So we don't always get honesty from them because they don't want to have to deal with the aggravation, as they say, that comes along with it. So anyway, you know, I'm just, you know, giving my opinion on this. I do not think that all black women are angry. There are angry black women out there. Yes, um, I do not think that all black women are intimidating. Yes, I know that there are intimidating black women out there. What's funny is (laughs) black women aren't usually intimidated by other black women because we understand that what is being 
what the intention is and what the perception is are two different things. So I can walk up to a black woman and have a conversation with a black woman who is a complete stranger and not worry about um, being afraid. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I was living in a metropolis um, last year and I had been told that the black women in the area where I was living were known to be very nasty to each other. Definitely not friendly. And I found that my experience was the exact opposite. These women that I was around were so incredibly kind, so incredibly pleasant, um, never argumentative, always complimenting each other and always offering a helping hand. And I'm not talking about a small group of women. Because of the work that I was doing and because of the environment I was in, I was exposed to 50, 60, 70, even more than that, you know, Black women interacting with each other on a daily basis. And it was pleasant. I really enjoyed that environment. It was encouraging. And I wish that Black men could be a fly on a wall and see that, see how we collaborated with each other and how we encouraged each other, how we laughed together and cried together. And yeah, sometimes got angry together, you know, but it's not who we are at our core. I just don't believe that. I've had too many positive experiences with Black women in my life to accept that at our core, we are angry and argumentative and nasty and intimidating. Um, but for those of us who do have those experiences, and who do act like that, in, especially in, in public, do a little bit of self-examination. And don't get angry about it, you know? I've seen Black women cuss their kids out, and I'm talking about little kids, toddlers. That's unnecessary. There's, there's no reason for it, you know? I've seen um, black women using that stereotype. They know that that is the stereotype. They know that especially a white woman is can be um, easily intimidated by a black woman. Not all white women, but some white women. And I've seen black women use that. And that's sad. But not all of us, not all of us, you know, I just wish that our brothers had more faith in us. I wish that our brothers could understand um, the burden that we carry and what we have to deal with in society. We talk a lot about what the black man has to deal with. We don't talk enough about what the white woman has to, but I'm sorry, what the black woman has to deal with.
So anyway, that was just a quick opinion piece. Um, I'm going to be signing off now. And if you have any comments, uh, please share them with me. I plan on sharing some audio if I get any um, feedback, any audio feedback on this topic in my next episode. Alrighty, this is Lady Dre. Peace.